weird body science. Weird is right. Stay tuned. Talanda, this is your first podcast with me. Welcome it to is. Dollar Saving thank Divas. You. Okay. I th- thank you for starting on this lovely topic. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I, f- I figured with is this your, my welcome treat. This is your welcome champagne. You, I'm getting this. If you pass this test, honey, you can do anything. Okay. Listen to this. That annoying bump, that strange noise, that embarrassing mm, bathroom issue. No, it's just not you. Here's what's going on when you notice these odd but harmless things and what you can do about them. Okay. This came from from good housekeeping. And I think it's hilarious. So, okay. I know for those listening, we will not be talking about these things, you know, in the future, but this one was just one I had to do. So, um, welcome to the club. <laughs> See if you can tell We're me about We're going to become a lot closer after this Yeah, tell this me about podcast. this, this, this jolt, body jolt, jerking and Just as and- I am falling asleep, my whole body jerks and jolts me awake. That's a That's what my husband jerk. does. <laughs> We're already going there, right? <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> They're calling a hypnic jerk, and about 70% of people have experienced these sudden muscle contractions, according to the National Sleep Foundation. Now, I have, had, I have seen my husband jerk in the middle of the night, and it, like, he does wake me up, and then the next day he goes... How come you got up so early? I'm like, because you were like, yeah, like a body jerk in the middle of the night. And well, I was sometimes like, that can be dreams, or I know people have yes. like restless leg syndrome. My mom has that. But yep, I'm wondering yep. like kind of what the 70% of people they're talking about here. And they're saying as the brain eases into dream or REM sleep, so it sounds like as you're falling asleep, it sends a signal down the spine to immobilize voluntary muscles. Well, what do you do? So you won't act out in your dreams. Well, I hopefully I won't be like swatting anybody. Remember that scene in uh, Monster in Law where Jane Fonda oh, smacks yes, her in the middle of the night? Yes, yes. Well, what can you do? So it's not that. Normally, that's slow and subtle, but when you're sleep deprived, it's faster and less smooth transition. So if you have falling or stumbling dream, it's a sense it, it gets acted out with a jerk. So, so there's there you go. Not- much more you can do than well they have a fix let's see what this fix is while they may be alarming don't fret hypnic jerks aren't dangerous unless if you're smacking the crap out of somebody but take them as a sign you need to catch more more z's need to sleep more okay well whatever that means okay my okay you get this one too your joints are creaky you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> I'm still 19 and my joints aren't creaky at all. <laughs> I, I, see, I don't have creaky joints. Oh, and those people that take their hands and they do the... I'll make note not to do that while we're sitting here. Oh, that is so <laughs> gross. I can't stand that. I'm already okay. out after the first one. Okay, t- tell me about these creaking and cracking joints. It's your body asking you to move more. Which means exercise? I guess. Maybe stand up and stretch and creaking, cracking, snapping, and grating sounds. Ugh. All those Cre- sounds. Crepitus is the medical lingo, but we'll stay away from that. Can result from tight muscle or tendon. It results from a tight muscle or tendon causing friction over a bone or a release, a release of trapped gases. Oh. We're talking about our joints still, right? Yeah. yeah from the soft tissues gas- around gaseous? the joints. <laughs> It's an intern, an internist at shift. A what? So slightly realigning your joints is how I'm taking it. Oh, okay. So it's like motion. So if it's not good to do the creaking and cracking, like people, they say you shouldn't crack your knuckles. What is good? It says amp up your activity level. When it comes to joint health, motion. (laughs) Motion Motion is is lotion. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh boy. Stretching, achieving a healthy weight and building and maintaining strength and cardiovascular fitness will all help quiet your skeletal symphony. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to move right on to nails. Okay, okay, let's do that because your so, nails look nicer than mine. Thank you. I actually have to have them done next week before I go out of town. But oh. yes, I do. I do pride myself in having my nails <laughs> you done. You should. Okay, but when you, but people that you know put their own nail polish on, That's and me. then when it comes off, their nails are tinted yellow. Have you ever had that happen? I have. I really? don't know if it's the type of nail polish or how well, long you leave no, it on. Well, listen, listen to my to yes. listen to why. It's because your nails are porous. Well, we all know that. And darker lacquer, even higher end brands can seep in and cause yellowing. Mm. So here's what you can do. They say to actually, you can use a soft brush to scrub nails gently with a whitening toothpaste containing hydrogen peroxide. So like when you're doing your whitening for your teeth, you can just clean the yellow off your your nails, put it on your toes and your your hands. I think that, but I think that's, and then a lot of people do this. They use a clear base coat, Mm -hmm. which kind of helps to, yes, for the pores, so it's like locks it in. And then they also say, unlike me, who has like these fakey kind of things, nails. Well, they're thin, but they're- Are yours gel? They're mine. No, mine aren't gel. What are they? Powder Um, dip? They're acrylic. Acrylic? Acrylic. I'll Most get the of them are. One minute, yeah. yeah, you like this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. they're very nice. Okay, thank you very much. And what happens if you take those off? Are they yellow underneath? I don't know because I don't take them off. They just kind of fill them in and balance them. Interesting. Okay. okay. Right. So we now know what I do with my nails. Okay. Well, let's talk about another beauty aspect that us women do. <gasps> it has to do with our eyebrows. I, I don't sneeze do that. when my eyebrows are waxed. That is weird. Huh. Why? That Why? is weird. I have never heard of that. Well, number one, I do not get my eyebrows yeah, waxed because I, I hardly have very well, many. Who, everyone wants these big bushy, like Brooke Shields no. eyebrows anyway lately. So that's because that's both what my daughter the, has. I know it's beautiful. Ugh. Both the forehead and the tip of the nose are connected to the trigeminal nerve. <laughs> Why do you think I gave you Trige- these? You are like, really testing me oh, here. Yeah, trigeminal nerve. We're going to have someone listening. This is going to be correcting me. It starts in the brain and has three main parts. Trigeminal. Trigger. Oh, Brett, Trish- look this up, man. That's a hard one. T-R-I-G-E-M-I-N-A-L. If you're listening, go ahead and Google nerve. it for us. Let us it know. It starts in the brain and has three main parts that spread throughout the face like tree branches, allowing for feeling and movement. Okay. During your appointment, here's the fix. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, so during your appointment, when you get your eyebrows waxed, because you've aggravated if this happens that to stuff. you, let us know if okay. this happens to you. I'd love to know who of you out there this happens to, and especially the next one. But let's finish this well, first. Well, let's hope that they don't like sneeze while they're in the pulling the waxing while you're having that happen. That would be awful for the person giving it. We need but, to go back to the cold but one. But maybe maybe your eyebrows then wouldn't even be like, like they'd be cockeyed. You ever done the one with like one's oh, up and fabulous. one's down? I just don't do that because mine aren't big enough. And my Lancome and Chanel ladies tell me that I have very nicely sized and curved eyebrows. And that um, are they I coming just, on to you? No, <laughs> they're both married. It's, it they're very like nice. a pickup they line. Just said, no, I think it's just because they want me to buy, buy their the, stuff. Buy, yeah, the, I, yeah, the eyebrow eyebrow stuff because they just go. You just need to fill them in a little bit more, and they'd be perfect <laughs> to the tune of thirty six dollars a right. little thing. Yes. Well, here's the fix. Okay, what's the fix? During your appointment, ask the esthetician to press her finger to the eyebrow immediately after removing a section of hair. Well, oh, do I've that. had that done when yeah, I've had... Yeah, they do that anyway, yeah. Yeah. The pressure may help distract the nerve, interrupting the sneeze reflex. Okay, I have to tell right. you this, because this is hilarious. Um, I went to one of those 
I don't know if it was Big Lots or one of those, you know, funky stores. We actually did a podcast with one of them a few years ago. And I got one of those things that has a little battery operated thing and it takes the hair off your face. Oh, yeah, like a shaver. Yes, but it's a little battery thing and it just zzzz all over your face. So you don't You're vibrating to... your face. Yes, I'm vibrating my face. <laughs> and Gil goes, what's going on in there? Right. And I'm going, I'm vibrating my what's face. What's you doing? But it gets, it's good because, you know, as you get older too, you get a little, well, even young people have have facial hair. And I don't mean boys. I mean, girls do too. But yeah. you use this little thing and it's like $9.99. I can travel. I travel two of them. I even travel with mine. So I always make sure I, you know, have. Well, I did it just in your before face. I came it, this morning. You know, it helps with um, improving the collagen in your face. <gasps> I didn't know Elizabeth that. Elizabeth Taylor used to shave her face. And now this whole thing with the dermaplaning. Well, that's very interesting. We should have a whole little topic on that one day. But yeah, well, dermaplaning want, your I, face. I just want all my wrinkles to go away. Okay. Here's the one. Here's the one we've all been waiting for. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. I had an orgasm while doing ab exercises. Yes. Do you want to try it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me, let, I'm going for this one. Okay. A small number of lucky women, up to 10%, have had an exercise-induced orgasm. Bitches. Also called, <laughs> yeah, also called a corgasm because it often happens during abdominal moves. So like, so like when who I'm, who are ex- these people? Wait a Listen, so like when Please I'm exercising, you are. when I'm exercising at the club and people are doing ab things, all of a sudden I'm hearing some moans and some groans. Good for you. Yeah, I'm going, more you power to there your girlfriend. Clap. You're in the 10%. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think this is hilarious because then they say, okay, the fix is, who wants this to be fixed? No I, one. I, no. I wouldn't. But if you'd like to accelerate, accelerate, I can't even say this, accelerate your orgasm during sex, exercise can help. Well, hell yes. Okay. So I'm just going to, I think I'm going to leave here and go right to the club. But I'm going to ask some people if they want to do some ab exercise. If you can get me. an orgasm doing abs, why go through the hassle of sex? What do you need a, yeah, what do you need a guy for? <laughs> I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Talk about a quickie. Yeah, I'm just going to tell my husband, honey, I'm going to the club, get an <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> oh, that was bad. That was bad. Oh, there's more of these to come, oh, let me tell oh, you. That, we should have left that one for the last. Um, what's that tiny, weird bump on my tongue that kind of hurts? Oh, I I've just had, had this this week. Oh, you did? Yeah. I have had. It's been a long time, but some, I have had these before. Some people call these lie bumps, L-I-E. Thanks to an old wives' tale oh. claiming them to be the result of fibbing, they're actually called transient lingual papillitis, a fancy way of saying inflamed taste bud. Yes. And here's here's what I thought the culprits were: acidic, spicy, sugary, or too hot foods and stress, yes. trauma to the tongue. If you drink like a lot of orange juice, mm-hmm. like every day, mm-hmm. your tendency is to get these, and mm-hmm. that's what I remember. So you need to kind of do a balancing act with all that stuff. So yeah, here's the fix for the balance. They go away in a day or two on their own. And while you can't speed healing, you can get relief from the sting. Um, swishing with salt water and avoiding spicy or acidic foods. Well, I'm not going to avoid spicy or acidic foods. And I hate salt water, so I'm just going to have to live those lie bumps. Well, just gargle. I, my solution to everything is salt water. Gargle with salt water. I'll probably I tell the kids, throw my up. My throat hurts. My th- I'll probably throw up. Well, you don't drink it. Well, sometimes I accidentally, I'm always talking when I'm doing stuff, so I probably would swallow the salt water. <laughs> you might. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sure I would. Okay, okay, here we go. Here's more of my favorites. I get diarrhea during my period. That is, <laughs> I wouldn't know. It's been a long time since I had menstrual cycle. <laughs> but we'll get, we'll just blast right through this one other than, yes, but you I'll do. Bump. <laughs> did I just, did. that was good. And I didn't even plan it. I'm pretty damn, I'm, I should be on, I should be on, I should be in Hollywood. Well, at least Vegas. Well, somewhere. Okay, but this, this is why, you know, I'm not even going to talk about the, 
percentage points the people that have diarrhea during their periods. But try ibuprofen, which is Advil or Motrin, or Aleve as soon as you start your period. Um, either one of these will be will block those glands that um, will tend to make your way down there to make that thing happen when you go potty. So, okay, so just take some Aleve or Advil or Motrin. That was quick and dirty. Yeah, that Let's was. That was, down, that was down and dirty and flow through. <laughs> There are okay. This is let's let's just kind of stay on this whole you know potty train. Potty uh, train. Just, it's like potty the, training. These last two are quite. Or this is the last two. Oh no, we have. Oh, more. we have three more. Okay, yes. okay, and they're getting good. This one's very good. There are corn kernels in my poop. I know you seem to love this one. I love this one because it's so true. <laughs> the hull or outer layer of a corn kernel is made of cellulose, a, sus- a substance that humans can't digest. So, I mean, don't worry about it because it's it's not going to hurt you. It travels Mm-mm. all the way through your stomach and intestines and it just doesn't break down. So when you have your non-diarrhea poop, <laughs> um, short of giving up corn, which I do not give up corn on the cob. I am sorry. I love corn. I know, There's but really, I don't eat it. I love corn. Well, here, here's it's what- It's the only starch I really eat. But a nutritionist woman that I met in, in Buffalo when I lived there, she's actually from Columbus here. Said but, corn's bad? Well, she said it's what they feed to the pigs. Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah, well, I don't want well, to they're eat not that. Fat, to fatten them no, up. that's called fodder corn. Come on. I mean, we're in Ohio. Uh, when you lived in Buffalo, that's upstate New York. What the hell do they know? The this is called fodder corn. They grow certain <laughs> corn to feed the pigs and certain corn for you to consume. And I'm sorry, I'm a, they're not going to feed my, my pigs white sweet corn. That's going to be coming to me. So, no. And I'm not giving up my corn, so I'm just going to have to get used to having corn in my poop. Yeah, that's all you. I'm glad you read it. All right. Can I take this one? Oh, yeah. My legs itch after exercise when I haven't done it in a while. I get that. You do? I do. See, I don't run, but I exercise. Other than the fact I have a broken toe right now. That's not good. So no. you got runner's itch, not only to get out and run, but apparently so, after you've done it. Yeah. So, so why, it increases why? blood flow to the capillaries or the skin surface. So if you're out of practice, this natural capillary swelling can feel like an itching sensation. So it's often more pronounced in cool weather due to a triple whammy of dry air, poor hydration, and friction between the skin and workout gear. So, so the fix, moisturize regularly. Yes. That should help. As well, choosing water, workout right? attire made from synthetic moisture-wicking fabrics. Well, aren't they most anyway? Yeah. Nowadays. I'm... So move and stretch well while limiting friction. It's not usually my motto, but hey, I'll take it on I'll this one. It. Okay. How, how come I'm getting all the things that have to do with toilets and poop? <laughs> well, to sound like I'm eight, you started it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My legs. No, I have never had this happen, but... but but I, I can I, have. I, I can relate to I, I can relate from to, my kids I can relate to someone in my home and uh, there's only one other person in my home that this happens to my legs feel numb when I sit on the toilet too long that pins and needles sensation can happen when the sciatic nerve running through your glutes is compressed by a hard toilet seat seriously mm-hmm. people okay I'm I'm not guilty of this but but I know people I know people. That scroll in the bathroom, they're sitting there checking their emails, their social media, and then they end it's up productive. with numb legs from hanging out on in that position for too long. So, yeah, I it mean, makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, I wonder. That, now, here's the other question. Oh, does this happen for people who have the squatty potty? <gasps> I'm just going to ask you about the squatty potty. Tell me exactly what the squatty potty is. I have the potty that sits higher. So, for so it's your throne. It's my throne. It's it's a higher potty. It's a higher. Mm-hmm. Pooping potty. 
I like that. It's a higher poopy potty. <laughs> so I sit up higher, and then, oh, I think Does it have a gold it. backside to no, it? No, it doesn't like... have gold, but I just, if my husband's in there and he forgets to push put down the one toilet seat, the bottom one, it automatically goes down. And then the oh, seat, the seat automatically goes down. Oh, I have got. Yeah, I don't have gold toilets, but I have got automatic. It sounds pretty damn close. Automatic closing toilets. Lord, okay. girl. So, yeah, I'm telling you. So, so in this, okay. So they're saying like, well, number one, don't linger in the toilet. I mean, I'm an in and out girl, just like my showers. I am in and out in two, three minutes, and everybody's like, how do you do that? Oh, I can't do that. I've got a system. Well, apparently, everybody knows but... I have a system. I have a system. And, and don't be screwing with my system. If my husband moves something in that shower, oh, he's screwed up my system. I even have a squeegee in my shower. So I make sure I take my shower after him most of the time, other than this morning because he was yeah. still sleeping. And I squeegee down all my glass doors so it looks brand yeah. clean. He, of course, hangs the towel all yucky over the towel rack. Uh-huh. I, of course, go in and fold them all up and put them in. I like I like my toity. I like my toilet. I like my toilet. How about your hoity-toity toilet? My hoity-toity toilet. Well, the biggest thing about sitting on the damn toilet is don't sit on the damn toilet too long. Just get your butt up and park it in a chair somewhere. But I, okay, I got to tell you the story that happened to me when I was literally, I think I was three years old. I was visiting my grandmother with my mom and I was in the bathtub and I had to go potty. And so my grandma got me out. Mm -hmm. I was sopping wet. I fell through the toilet seat. <laughs> I got my my bottom stuck in the water in the toilet. And so I got my little legs, cute. and my little legs are flipping around and everything so well. What happened was my mom, my mom comes in, and she goes, oh, my God, Grandma Morton, she's stuck in the toilet. So, now a bidet. So my uncle, yeah, now a bidet. So my uncle came in, and he goes, cross her legs. And they pulled me right out because it made my little bottom Smaller? Smaller. Can we try that now? So that's we said all we yeah. need to do is cross our legs and it makes my, our butt smaller. My butt's so much bigger now. It would not, it would not be a three-year-old butt. That's so, a cute story. When it's not cute is when you're over 18. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so this, so welcome to the dollar saving. Yes, thank you. This is, Talana, this is weird body science. I promise I will not do this to you again. Oh, please do. 